welcome to live conversations on Alatra TV. Today, I would like to present our guest, Maumita Das Roy. Maumita is a marketing professional and ter tertiary education, and also she loves to travel, which is her passion. We're happy, we're very happy to have Maumita, and she's gonna share her vision of creative society also. And uh, Maumita, can you tell us more about yourself? Could you introduce us? Thank you, thank you, Anna and, uh, and Nara for this opportunity to tell you my story. I really feel uh, privileged to associate with such an amazing initiative. Uh, volunteering as a philosophy is very close to my heart and there could be no better dream for the world today than the dream for an equal and safe world for all. Uh, I would love to share my dream with you of serving different communities, immersing myself in various cultures through travel and volunteerism. Um, I will quickly share my journey uh, so far. So I studied uh, statistics in college, but the funny thing is uh, my first job was of a copywriter in an advertising agency. Um, I started my career in advertising with iconic global brands, moved to marketing and project management in telecom and followed that up uh, with strategic management roles in uh, media. I have worked with for brands like Ogilvy, Bibidio, Docomo and Virgin Mobile Partnerships, the Walt Disney Company. And in my current role in Auckland, New Zealand, I take care of the marketing and product management function of a mid-sized telco. So you also mentioned about um, my tertiary education role. So I'm a certified tertiary educator, a guest faculty and an industry speaker. Yes, I love to travel. You can say who doesn't, but uh, travel for me means um, immersing myself in different cultures and experiencing a place as a local. Uh, I'm an evangelist for multiculturalism. So the tenets of uh, creative society of an equal world for all is completely in congruence with my beliefs. Thank, Thank you, so you so much. Thank you, yeah. So uh, today I'm also co-hosting with Anna and uh, I'm really happy to meet you, to have you, you. with us today, yeah. So, you know, uh, that's so inspiring and amazing the all your story is really inspiring. And uh, you mentioned that you've been uh, traveling and you've been, it's also mentioned here that you've been in the seven, all seven continents. And here comes uh, some nice question. What do you think, what, um, you know, brings all these people, cultures together in all, from all these continents? What is the, this uniting thing that unites all these people, all the seven continents out there? Uh, you know, travel really opens up your mind and shows you that how similar we all are, irrespective of our differences. I'm so happy you asked me that question. I'll give you one small example. There are so many similarities, but I love food and I will talk about one, one small example um, through food. So, um, you know, across cultures, there is something called um, underground cooking. So you cook your food under the ground and heat it up. And so th that is what I found in um, Peru. It's called the Pachamanca. Uh, and what it really does is uh, people 
use meat, vegetables, fruit, everything they put under the uh, underground and heat it up with stones, uh, uh, heated stones, rocks. And that is one amazing way of, you know, I have seen across cultures, uh, you, you, you look at Asian culture, we call it the tandoor. You call it, uh, you, you look at Polynesian culture, they call it the umu. In, in New Zealand, the Maori hangi, it's all the same thing. And that is- In Hawaii, amazing. they do that too. Yes, yes, yes. I, I think it's uh -huh. also called the Hawaiian Imu or Umu. So that is one amazing way I found that um, how similar we are through an example of food. That's amazing. And uh, uh, by traveling, it widens your outlook. So how important uh, you know, to have for people to have the opportunity to travel because for, for, from your personal experience, uh, you got the opportunity to see the world and uh, widen your outlook, but uh, not a lot of people are, are, are able to travel. So how important it is to be, to, to get that opportunity for more people to, to be able to travel. Uh, it is an absolutely a wonderful way to immerse yourself in different cultures, see the world. And you know what? We often think that travel is expensive. Uh, it may not be. There are so many ways you can actually experience a new place. You can volunteer while you are traveling. Uh, so you, you can join something like a United Nations volunteering project, or uh, there are from, for, from different countries, there are various uh, volunteering projects that one can be part of and travel and travel with very, very low cost and experience life outside your known territory. The problem with today's traveling and is that, you know, we have all this documentation needed uh, sometimes. For example, when I used to live in Armenia, I remember how many documents I used to, you know, um, get to make up in order to get the pass to go to European un Union countries. And that's the problem of today's, you know, I think society, we just need to simplify everything. You know, after yes. all, uh, the world is our, is one uh, house for every human being. And that's what we also, what we also, are claiming and practicing in creative society within the projects yeah thank you uh, thank you for mm -hmm. sorry no no carry on please carry on yeah if you have anything to add i would like to ask you because mm -hmm. <laughs> sorry no not not relating to travel though oh, but, okay no problem but, mm -hmm. But uh, I've always been this uh, genuinely curious type. And, and you know, as I've grown older, I realize happiness is associated more with um, giving than receiving. And also over the last year, I have uh, I've tried to expand my uh, core corporate expertise in building community capabilities through volunteering, learning and development. While we do say that travel is obviously associated with a lot of documentation, but it, it has to ha it has to start from your heart. You have to believe in it and you have to believe that you can and you want to contribute that way. So start from your own country. I mean, why do you have to travel with a passport? Try start from your own country. Start contributing within your known communities if you really want to do that. Because 
volunteering, learning, development, and getting into the tertiary education sector has really allowed me to contribute meaningfully to communities and also continue my journey through the digital world, through digital learning. And there are so many free digital tools available these days. Anyone who is willing to learn, it is out there for them to pick up and go. And as you mentioned, uh, uh, that it all starts with your heart. And uh, so in your opinion, um, what uh, what first step we should do to make this world a, world a better place for everyone, to build that society where everyone is happy? So uh, in your opinion, what's, what's, it, what's the very, very first step? Yeah. Um, I will give you with workplace, I will give you examples of uh, from my workplace, from how it can start from anywhere and everywhere. And also of, of everything the year 2020 has done to us, it has brought us closer together while physically remaining distant, you know, uh, with shared pain and shared happiness. The year has been a great leveler and a year to uh, reflect in many ways. Uh, so let me give you some examples like I was talking about how, how you can start doing things at home, at work. Uh, I work in product marketing with an internet service provider. And one of the most fulfilling moments at my work last year was to drive uh, the Ministry of Education, Government of New Zealand-led initiative to provide free broadband to those student households who did not have any on behalf of my organization. The, the, the initiative was so was um, so the initiative was to close New Zealand's digital divide for school students. I have recently also been inducted uh, as a trustee with an education trust. The trust's purpose uh, is to accelerate student achievement through equitable digital learning access in some uh, low decile schools in New Zealand. So in, in this volunteering governance role, I can combine my skills from the corporate and ac academia. And that is exactly what I was saying. Start from what you have, your skills, whatever you have, you start from there. And don't wait to, you know, gain expertise. Don't wait to be uh, uh, a, an expert in something. What you have, start giving from there. And another, another example that I would like to share with you is my volunteering experience with uh, Volunteering New Zealand. So over my uh, Christmas holidays, I had put up a post on LinkedIn wanting to volunteer for New Zealand small businesses and charities. Of the many requests I received, the one that tugged at my heart is the one from Volunteering New Zealand. What more could I ask for? Volunteering for Volunteering New Zealand. Um, so I have a quick video, if you can link that um, in, in, in the comment section, uh, that would be that would be great. So, so start small, start from what you have, and there would be no no stopping you from what you want to give and what you want to what you can do for the society. Uh, that's actually something that also aligns with you know our ideology, where we say that you know human should act for the society and the society should you know act for a human so this is perfect example of how uh, the part of human for society starts you know that's brilliant example so thank you for that and you know that's really inspiring your volunteering experience the story you're sharing and also we know that you're a professional um uh, 
marketing agent, right? And, uh, you know, please talk a little about more uh, about uh, this fear as well as um, for, for this certain question comes, you know, I'll, I'll give me my other question, which I'm you know, expecting uh, you to answer. The question is, what do you think, um, how important it is uh, for not only for marketing, but also for our field uh, to have and to be created uh, equal opportunities for everyone, you know, in order to thrive, to bring the best of, of that certain field. In your case, it's marketing. Yeah. So uh, I'd, I'd say that everyone has a dream role and, and my dream role in my space is one that allows me to combine my skills and my passions and, my, and, and, and an opportunity to exhibit my strategic marketing and project management skills and also bring my high sense of service uh, to the table. So uh, for example, I'm an ambivert. I take I, 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 you know, I, I'm a good listener and I bring interesting uh, aspects to any conversation. So, and I'm also a great believer of multiculturalism. So my vision for the world is a place where people see who you are, irrespective of your name, your color or your gender or, or the country of your origin. So um, for example, I see a world where a CV a curriculum or a resume and where recruiters do not ask you to hide your name or your photo or, you know, or your first name, just because they want to present you anonymously to someone, to the world where you are an outsider. So that is, uh, that's going to be an example of an equal, of an equal world for me. That's great. And uh, also, we know that you got opportunity to, to learn more about our uh, Creative Society project. And uh, did you get a chance to, uh, uh, to read the Aid Foundation and maybe tell us what you think about uh, those foundation and which foundation did you like the most, which, uh, which foundation speaks the most to you? Um, I, 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 so I came across the Creative Society uh, in a conversation with Olga. And um, I was really uh, very excited with the project, with everything that you, all of you are doing, uh, your act of volunteerism and the way you have managed to get so many people together and the way you're driving this uh, amazing uh, philosophy of yours forward. And I think each one of these uh, eight principles or tenets are so, so crucial for today to establish such a uh, such a such a society if, if there could be but for me the first three is an absolute necessity human life human freedom mm -hmm. and human safety that goes without saying that that is like the base of the pyramid that should be available to all which is the root of all the rest of the you know principles let's say and you know here i would just like to add that this is not just our idea. This is the principles that were based on the millions of interviews carried out by the volunteers from all over the world. A lot of international public yes. volunteers carried out all these uh, interviews. 
And based on the answers, we interviewed a lot of people from all over the world who had different uh, colors of skin and different religions, you know, all these conventions, let's say. But the answers were almost the same. And uh, we took out the most gist of the answers. And that's how this eight principles, of eight foundations of creative society came up. That's why, you know, we are saying that, you know, we all want this. So why don't we build that? You know, we have the chance. We can do that. And today uh, we are realizing it. And you are part of it now. We are part of it now. We are doing it today, right now. And that's amazing. And another thing here is that I would also like to add is that, you know, recently we also touched upon the religions that we people from all over the world practice and we even explored that our prophets also talked about the same thing, you know, creative society. When we explored the things, the, uh, you know, the scriptures, we could see that whichever, whatever they were preaching also perfectly aligns our wishes and wants today, you know, not only today, it, it was the problem of all centuries. And the uh, perfect thing, today is that we're realizing it we're coming together our social media the technology that we have today allows more than ever to you know realize that idea that the project and this is something that all we want why wouldn't you know we build that and we are doing it right now that's the uh you know that's the perfect thing that i would like to share yeah, so as you said, the three foundations are the roots, human life, human freedom, human safety, and the rest is transparency and openness of information for all, the creative ideology, development of personality, yeah, and justice and equality, self-governing society. You know, when we look this up, it is something that we all seem like we have it in our constitutions, but when we, um, you know, just see as it is, we don't really practice it. Our governments don't practice it. And when people come and speak about this, this is something that needs to be realized, not just uh, written nicely, you know, in the constitutions. That's something yeah. we're, yeah, we're saying today. Yeah, Anna, please, uh, or maybe you uh, have something to say, to comment on. I just uh, I just wanted, uh, because in those eight foundations, there's also um, a part of uh, um, it that talks about uh, importance of education. And I have a question to you as educator. How is it, how is it important to, to stay active and educate yourself, not just when you just uh, go through school, but... Uh, uh, also, you know, after you graduate, you also got to keep learning, learning, you just never stop. Is it important to keep learning? And how, how is it important to, uh, for the society as a whole to, to keep educating uh, ourselves on a day-to-day basis? I am a great believer of uh, lifelong learning. And 
I, I've had to, you know, uh, even just when I was straight out of college, I, I joined work and then I continued learning um, simultaneously. And I, I, even after so many years uh, being in the corporate or even in academia, I continue doing that. And I have great belief and great faith in the power of knowledge and that it, you know, and, and the more you get to, the more your world opens up, the more you know, the more you learn, it makes you more humble. So it, learning just doesn't kind of finish or in, in a classroom setting and the world over one, the last one year has showed us that you don't really need to be in the classroom to learn. With many governments, they're opening up so many uh, you know, free resources and there are so many um, places where you can continue learning for free through open online courses. So there's nothing to stop you. There, you need to have the time and the inclination. Resources, the financial resources may not be a boundary always. So you just have mm -hmm. to have that conviction in your heart that yes, I want to, I want to upskill, I want to learn. I totally agree. Uh, I totally agree when we speak about you know the civilized part of the world, but there is uh, there are parts of. Uh, there are places in our world, unfortunately, that kids don't have access to education, that, you know, even access to the internet, you know, Wi-Fi, they can't even uh, learn stuff from internet, the internet online. And yeah, how, uh, you, what do you think, how important it is that uh, the basic, at least the basic education uh, is, will be available for everyone for all the kids for even grown-ups you know uh, how important it is, is it for you uh, and you know since it, you know people need to be educated you know in order to build this type of society we all want I'd say yeah so that is what exactly uh, I was trying to say through volunteerism if you have you you have to pay it forward and if you have the resources, you don't keep it with yourself, you pass it on. You, you have to have that belief in yourself that if you feel privileged with something, it is your responsibility to share. So therefore, I know, I, I, for, I, I will give you an example of um, my telecom experiences from many years back when telecom was, uh, was a sunshine industry in India. So I would um, uh, go for market visits to the remotest parts of India, you know, and, and it, it amazed me, you were talking about education not being available to all these people. So yes, obviously Wi-Fi is not available to these people. And what I saw was the education they already had, uh, the way they welcomed me, the way they offered me to have lunch with the family on that day. And I would sit on that mud hut, on the floor of the mud hut and talk to them and listen to their stories and try and you know, understand their, um, what they're expecting from a, from a digital world because I'm set, setting up telecom networks. And it is an amazing thing. Um, it is, while it is the responsibility of the governments to make these uh, technologies available to all, it is also a responsibility of us individuals who, who have that, capaci that capabilities to, to, to pay it forward, to pass it forward, 
by you know taking time out visiting these places talking to them sharing their knowledge that's uh that's wonderful vision because uh and uh, that's uh the purpose of a creative society is to make it accessible for every human being on this planet and uh, that education is going to be for every kid in this uh, on every continent and since we know that you traveled all the uh, all seven continents you you have a very um, a clear picture of what's going on everywhere so that is uh, that is wonderful and uh, so my question is uh, how you envision the creative society? How you envision uh, your perfect world? Uh, uh, it just type of world you want to live in, and all yeah. these kids, you know, that where everything perfect type of world you would like to see have a perfect world for me uh, is society. To start with, yeah, to start mm -hmm. with. I, I will I will start with the basics. I will I will, I have talked about the first three tenets of the creative society. For me, a perfect world. There is. A, a, let's accept it. A perfect world does not exist or may not exist. And we we accept ourselves with our inadequacies, right? We are what we are because we are a sum total of our perfections as well as imperfections. So if we can accept that in ourselves, we'll have to accept it for the world as well. But to begin with, I think the first three uh, tenets of the creative society, if that can be incorporated and each one of us who are conscious and who have the tools and the resources should be leading uh, by example, should demonstrate uh, this wisdom and share this experience to, you know, uh, to, to, to those who currently do not have any or ha does not have enough. Thank you so much. That's, you know, that's true. That's uh, something that we people just need to be more conscious, as you said, and more, uh, you know not indifferent to our current state to what's going on in the world after all we live in this world and uh we are the creators of our today and future yeah and um, that's you know exactly what we're saying when we're talking about creative society you know the last thing i would also like to ask is uh, is that within this project creative society we're practicing the uh, um, rule of handshakes uh, six uh, rule of six handshakes where you know uh, where we say that people know and not only we say it, it's also a fact that people uh, know each other within uh, six five or more yeah people that you know, no matter where the person lives, he or she knows the other person within uh, five or six uh, people, you know. So uh, that's why we're always asking our guests to mention someone or to nominate maybe several people that uh, our guest wants to see uh, in our next live conversation, you know, to have interview with that person. Uh, and we would, like to know whether there is someone you would like to see 
you know, within our project, within our live conversation next time? Uh, yes, I would like to uh, absolutely nominate someone. Um, uh, she is Linnea, Linnea Johnston, and she is um, a writer. She has published her books and she is also a coach, a LinkedIn coach and expert, and she is from New Zealand. Uh, but what I best like about her is I think she's totally aligned with this philosophy of giving, of sharing, and I am sure that those are the kind of people you want to talk to and bring in to the fold of the creative society. So I would absolutely like to nominate her and I will share her uh, uh, details, her contact details with you shortly. Thank you so much. Yeah, we're, we're, we're excited to, to meet, uh, meet her on our next, uh, maybe not next, but uh, in nearest future, we, we were very excited to meet uh, the person you just nominated. And before we go, I wanted to remind our viewers that uh, if, you, uh, if you're interested in learning more about Creative Society Project or join us, you can go to alatraunites.com and uh, you can learn more what Creative Society Project is and uh, read articles. And also there is a join us button and uh, you can uh, fill up the form and join the Creative Society Project and maybe share your vision of Creative Society. And also before we go, I wanted uh, also to ask you, maybe um, you want to share anything, um, maybe uh, wish something to our viewers and uh, um, just uh, say some final words you would like to share with everybody. Uh, I would only like to thank you for giving me this opportunity and while to many this 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 belief of this this philosophy of the creative society may be utopian maybe not achievable uh, but you have to start small you have to think of yourself what you can do and then think of what is possible by the uh, by others by the rest of the world by governments by passports or whatever just, just believe in a few of those principles and start in your own small way and then see where it takes you. Thank you. That's exactly what we also believe. And thanks, thank you so much. It was such a pleasure to meet you, uh, Momita, today. And, you know, and, uh, and a final, as a conclusion to our today's amazing interview, we would also uh, like to pause um, uh, finish our live conversation today with the amazing song uh, about a creative society, what our prophet dreamt of, uh, which is also presenting, you know, the conference and people's wishes from all over the world. Thank you, Momita. Thank you, Anna. And we'll Thank see you, you next time. Thank, Thank you. you. Have Thank a nice day. Bye-bye.
what's going on We are sighted and awake Now we know what is the truth And we know what's fake We are more than 99% Now, so what should you do? All prophets dream of peace and love 